What's up? What's happening, everybody? Welcome to episode number 84, second episode of the week. We are the fathers of liberty, and this is Thinking Logically. We have a lot to cover today. A lot has happened in the last 48 hours. Joe, it's hard to believe what we witnessed on Capitol Hill and in other spaces. Uh, which we'll get into in this episode. Joe, what's going on? Waiting for the Christmas season to get here. Well, it's already here. Just waiting for Christmas, man. I just, I can't wait another, what is it, about a week? And it's it's the week, next weekend starts. Nine days. Nine days. days. I still have some presents to buy, too. Got to tell Santa. You guys celebrate more Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? Both. Uh, my family, I feel like, is more Christmas Eve, and then her family, I think, is Christmas Day. I always like Christmas Eve because you go out. Remember, we used to go out and drink and have fun. And now that we have kids, we'll probably both be home by 9, 10 o'clock. <laughs> latest, so. Well, um, speaking of Christmas, we got an early Christmas gift from Hunter Biden on Capitol Hill that we're going to talk about. He is uh, officially in contempt of Congress, I guess you could say, right, Joe? Correct. He did not show up for his hearing two days ago um, that he wanted, that he was, that he was uh, subpoenaed to attend. Well, he uh, showed up. He showed up. The, he showed up. He just showed up and left. Yeah, he showed up. He showed up outside the Capitol, not inside. And, some of the things he was saying were so outlandish and outrageous that we actually had to schedule a second episode to talk about. So, Joe, I know you were chomping at the bit for this this whole thing to happen, for him to actually appear, right, and make a statement. So <laughs> let's just take it away. Okay. So just to be clear, I don't know who he's getting his legal counsel from. But this was a giant boneheaded move to show up and make these statements. And then after you make your statement, say, I'm ready and prepared to answer all, any and all questions, and then just wander off like he's his father, Joe Biden, with dementia. Just wandered off, didn't answer any questions. Amazing. Like father, like son. Amazing. Uh, also, I think he wants to testify in public for the simple reason, and I'm not the one that came up with this. I've A lot of people have said this now. Uh, they... They think he wants to testify in public because behind closed doors would be classified information and they can ask him things about when Joe Biden was vice president. When that's out in the open, I don't think you could really do that. But let's just play. Let's just play one clip here. And you'll notice how the media is still 100 percent behind Hunter and Joe. I just have to ask why. Just listen to this clip. Let me state as clearly as I can. My father was not financially involved in my business, not as a practicing lawyer, not as a board member of Burisma, not in my partnership with a Chinese private businessman, not in my investments at home nor abroad, and certainly not as an artist. And certainly not as an artist. And certainly not as an artist. Now, notice how he says my father is not financially involved uh here's the problem the whole thing was just gobbledygook garbage 
here's something you won't hear on Fox News for, for some reason, or CNN or MSNBC, but we expect that. You're, you're not going to hear a person debunk or fact check everything he just said. First, first, Hunter and Joe share an office space together. Wasn't that one of, wasn't one of Joe's buildings owned by a Chinese company as well? Mark, weren't they? I believe so. Um, who's here next? Next, Joe was in the same room as Hunter when they were trying to extort money. I think it was like, what, $5 million on the WhatsApp app messages? There are literally messages there. We've all seen them. Remember the one that started off, and I quote, I'm standing here next to my father. What else? Joe Biden received money from Hunter's business, Hunter Biden's companies, directly. Random question. Just because tax season's coming up in a couple of months here, who claimed the taxes on that one? Would love to know that. Um, oh, and the art, the art. The biggest buyer of art got an appointment in this administration. And I believe another one we mentioned last episode, another buyer of the art got a free ticket out of Israel. They, they didn't even have to pay back the government like, like others had to. So this has gone from, I know nothing about my son's business to, I was just saying hello. I wasn't involved in the actual business aspect of the business. Uh, okay. <sighs> sure, there are numerous pictures of them together. That's fine. Whatever. They're just golfing. Who cares? The point is, where is the media on this? I'm just average Dick Harry over here making these, putting these pieces together. Where's the media? Where's the DOJ? I mean, we have someone, for one, ignoring subpoenas. Look, precedents were made. Precedents were set. Hunter Biden needs to be held, needs to be held in contempt. I, I wonder what Father's Hunter thinks of him now that he's ignored a subpoena. Let, let's... Let's play the tape here. Let's play the tape. Hunter, or this is Joe Biden, on people that ignore subpoenas. I hope that the committee goes after them and uh, holds them accountable. Should they similar. be prosecuted by the I, I do, Department? yes. Supreme Court? No. Yes, I think they should be prosecuted. Um, Mark, do you want to jump in here at all? Well, I just Googled Hunter Biden held in contempt. And from Axios, it says here, Hunter Biden's refusal to testify propels GOP contempt push. So uh, we saw Steve Bannon held in contempt of Congress. He's he's out. Uh, you know, he's not in prison because he's appealing it. Um, but what's stopping the Republicans from, from going another step further here and holding them in contempt of Congress for defying a congressional subpoena? All right. So you have to, you have, they have to do this, Joe, the Republicans, because then if they don't, then no one, why would anyone else ever show up if they're subpoenaed? If they, if they don't have to show up for a subpoena, then why would you even show up? If you're not going to hold Hunter Biden in contempt of Congress for not showing up to this congressional subpoena. Um, I mean, here it cites the Steve Bannon uh, case here. And your boy, Jamie Raskin, 
The ranking member of the Oversight Committee told reporters he sympathizes with Biden's refusal to testify, saying he clearly observed the Republicans cherry pick little pieces of evidence. Joe, Republicans are cherry picking evidence? There's there's full text messages. There's I I want to say Archain because it's fantasy football playoff season, but there's uh Devin Archer. There's uh Bobolinsky. Is that his name? Who's the other one? Tony, Tony Bobolinsky, yeah. Bobolinsky. Uh there's there's other whistleblowers. Remember remember what we said though. Whistleblowers don't count in 2023. So th- there's plenty of evidence and there's pictures and there's text messages. And there's payments and there's receipts and they say there's loans. But the thing is, taxes. So if you loan someone $100,000 and they don't pay it back, can't you write that off on your taxes? And if they do pay it back, then you don't need to pay taxes on that. Am I, am I, am I missing any of this? Well, the, the best part of, the, of Hunter Biden's statement was, and I want to go back to that for a second. What did he say about they were he was they were um, attacking his father's love for him or something like that. What was the, the exact quote his, there? The light of his love. Yeah. Well, you have to understand, Mark. Joe Biden loves his son very much. <laughs> that, that's all they say, and there's nothing else after that. Hey, what I about the Biden might think that, What Joe Biden might legitimately think that Hunter's actually Bo, and that Bo never died. Possible. Every day could be different for he's like Drew Barrymore in 50 first dates. It could be that Joe Biden is a walking vegetable. By the way, did you see um, Cornell West came out? I think it was yesterday and said he doesn't believe Joe Biden's going to make it to the 2024 election. He might. There's still a few weeks left. He might not make it to 2024. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So another person has come out and said that they don't think Joe Biden's going to make it. But you know what, Joe? The longer this goes on, and I don't mean to um, divert from the topic of Hunter Biden, but the longer this goes on, the longer he waits, or the longer, I should say, they wait to dispose of him, or maybe, let's just say, he pulls out and decides not to run, the better this is for the Republicans. I hope this goes on into the summer. And sometime in like early summer, late summer, you know, finally, he's he's not, we, we find out he's not going to run. That would be ideal. And another thing that I don't know if we're going to talk about this today, but the Supreme Court is going to hear a case in the spring and with the decision being made sometime in June when they render their decisions about the January 6th um, cases. And this could have major implications on the January 6th um, defendants and Donald Trump. If they, something about, obstructing a congressional hearing is that correct joe like pulling a fire alarm yeah like yeah the doj's basically weaponized this law which had nothing to do with um what happened on january 6th if the supreme court rules in favor of january 6th uh defendants and donald trump and biden gets out of the race at the same time the stars would align for us to take back this country that would be a best case scenario I'll take one of the two, especially the Supreme Court ruling, because then all bets are off. You know, and Donald Trump doesn't have to go through all these trials. I think, actually, the judge in the D.C. trial has halted anything related to this trial because Jack Smith, the prosecutor, 
went to the Supreme Court and said, basically said, can we get a, some clarification on this? So you're, you're forgetting what, like when we war game these scenarios out, you're forgetting that the, the Democrats can always just, for lack of a better term, not respect the Supreme Court's decision. Do you see how Trump was checked by the Supreme Court and there was nothing he could do? He just let it go. Yeah. Don't just do not just assume that this administration, whoever's controlling this administration or is next at bat in this administration, will just do that. So don't just assume. Well, yeah. And there's some audio from Tucker Carlson that uh, I, I definitely want to get into if we can today uh, about this. Actually, let's just pull it up now before we go back to um, if I could find it. Um, I'm not exactly sure where I think it was M- Ultra MJ Truth on uh, on X. And basically what they were saying was that, you know, in so many words, the deep state is all in on preventing Joe Biden uh, or preventing Donald Trump from assuming the presidency again. And I mean, all their chips are on the table. There's no way that they can let him back into the White House. Um, and here we go. I have a, uh, this audio clip, Joe, if we don't mind, if you don't mind. Not let Trump become president. That's my own personal belief. Um, Neocons, of course, are lining up behind Nikki Haley. You see the press coverage, the Associated Press. You see the the, the mainstream media, the the military-industrial complex wants Nikki Haley. Of course, they want to continue to make a lot of money. Biden is a walking vegetable. Uh, What do you see happening in 2024? What do your political instincts tell you from having covered this your, your whole life? I mean, it's opaque. It's like looking through a shower curtain. You can only see outlines. Um, and I'm not bragging, but one of my few skills is I've, you know, I've called most races pretty accurately because they're pretty obvious. The outlines are obvious years in advance. And certainly in Europe, they're very obvious. In this case, it seems irresolvable. So you have, you know, basically every power center in the country will do anything to prevent Trump from winning anything. I mean, that's the most important thing to them is to keep Trump from becoming president again. Now, why is that? It's a whole separate and very interesting conversation, but that's just a fact, okay? And these are the same people who are lecturing us about democracy. We're saving democracy. Democracy dies in darkness. Democracy is the most important thing. You heard that creepy defense contractor say, what we're really doing is preserving democracy. We're not just like selling weapons. We're preserving democracy, right. it, which was a nauseating clip. And I, and I hope mm-hmm. on some level he's punished for that. But um, anyway, so but then at the same time, you have Trump like is leading, leading the race in, in every nonpartisan or all the liberal polls are showing leading the race, beating Joe Biden in the, in the battleground states. So, like, they can't let him win, but if they don't let him win, then it's just super obvious that all this democracy stuff was fraudulent and that it's not a democracy. It's an oligarchy run by the richest people that Bernie Sanders, back when he was a free man, was telling the truth. And so at that point, like, the veil's off. We can't pretend anymore. Like, when they killed Kennedy, which they did, um, they can kind of pretend, like, everything's fine. But after this election, there's no pretending everything's fine. Everyone will know. And it is a little bit like you get kidnapped, you get thrown in the back of the car, and all of a sudden the kidnapper turns around and lowers his mask and you see his face. And that's not a good thing. Because once you see his face, he has to kill you. Because you know who he is. He can't let you go then, okay? So you sort of want the kidnapper to keep his mask on because the pretense allows him the freedom to let you go in the end and pretend everything's fine. But they've showed us who they are with such unmistakable clarity 
that I, you know, I kind of don't know how we get along after this election unless they decelerate and, and just and just do what they should do, which is like, look, we don't like Trump. Here's why. You know, the intent for the country. Here's why. We think Joe Biden is great. Here's why. America, make your choice. But I don't think they are going to do that. They're morally obligated to do that, but they won't. And it's incumbent on them to do that. Stop charging them with bullshit crimes that your own people skate on. Like, that's the truth. Stop that. Just let the election happen. Let's have a free and fair election for the first time in a while since 2016. And if we if they allowed that to happen, I think the country would get better. And then if Trump is a crappy president, okay, we survived it the first time. He's not very radical, actually. He's pretty moderate. He'll be fine. But I don't think, I think they're too hysterical to allow that to happen. And so I'm very, wor- very worried about it. You know, there you go. Um, and there's another from Tucker that we want to talk, that I want to get into. Uh, we shared some, we shared that, our thoughts on that last night and today. So, uh, which is totally something unrelated. And I told you it has me very disturbed. But uh, <clears throat> what do you think of that, Joe? I, I think he made a lot of spot on points. And when, when he said about being kidnapped and they pulled the mask down, he's it's a great analogy. It's a great analogy. Yeah. Well, time will tell. Uh, I, I'm just, I, I agree with Tucker Carlson. I, I'm very worried that something's going to happen. Something bad is going to happen to Trump. Um, you know, I, I just feel like 2024 is going to be a complete shitstorm on many different levels. Probably not until after the first primary where they could gauge and see what the true. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's at least what I think. So we got yeah. a couple more weeks here, maybe even a couple months, Mark. Relax. <laughs> All right. So uh, where were we with uh, Biden's statement? So okay. President Biden, he really, he. His handlers released a statement that he that said they are choosing to waste time on this baseless political stunt. Is it is it baseless? And let's just go over to uh, the press here, press briefing. This was, I think, let's say Friday. I think this might have been Wednesday. This one. The president was familiar with what his son was going to say today. Was the president involved in drafting it, discussing it? Did he offer advice? I don't have anything else to add. He was familiar. I don't have anything else to add. So it's a good point. Did Joe Biden have a, a say in exactly what Hunter said? It's a, it's a very good point. And then this is another one. This is Peter Ducey, I believe. <laughs> Look, um, I don't have anything else to add. The president was familiar. Uh, uh, I'm asking um, if Biden knew that his son would defy the congressional subpoena. This was yesterday, I think. With what um, Hunter was going to say today. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, the He's proud of his son. He and the first lady are proud of his son, how he's rebuilding his life back. He's going to focus on what is needed on the American people. Hunter, and I've said this many times, as a private citizen. And so certainly I would have to. Okay, he's a private citizen. I got to just interrupt and say this. He's a private citizen, but he was making money off of us through his dad and pay for place games. Refer you to um, uh, to his representatives. I'm just not going to get into private conversations because what you're asking me is actually a private conversation. I'm just not going to <laughs> What you're asking me is a private conversation, so stop bothering us about it or you'll never get another question, a.k.a. is what she's saying. It's it's absolutely, absolutely despicable. And it's not like it's remind me, Mark, how many hours did Don Don Jr. testify for? 40 hours behind closed doors, I believe it was. This is from Greg Price on, on X. Hunter Biden refuses to comply. 
Um, blah, 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 blah. Reminder that Don Jr. testified behind closed doors for over 40 hours about the Russia hoax. Apples to apples, is it not? <laughs> very, very Honeycrisp apples to Honeycrisp apples. Here Now, here is the tweet that I, that, on X that I wanted to get into. It's from Simon Ateba. It's the the credit goes to I I, I don't know who. Let me see. Uh, Tom Elliott made this, so it's a list. And I want you to go on Twitter or X, whatever it's called now. Look at this list, save it on your phone, and use it as a billy club to beat people over the head with when this is a news topic in 2024, especially because we have a presidential election. So. Impeachment evidence against Trump. One, Democrat-affiliated whistleblower reported Trump wanted Biden corruption probe. That was about Ukraine in 2019. Remember that, everyone? (laughs) That's it. There's nothing else. Against Biden. What's up, messages? IRS whistleblower. The big guy received 10% from CCP-linked CEFC China deal. Hunter's text say that he only kept 15% of his paychecks. Another email complained Joe took half his checks. The FBI undercover asset reported a bribery scheme and confirmed the big guy is Joe. Hunter's business partners also confirm the big guy is Joe. Not just one, numerous. After Joe left the vice president's office, Hunter's Burisma salary was cut in half. Weird. Eyewitness statements. More than 150 suspicious activity reports from U.S. banks. Joe and Hunter shared a bank account. Biden's two fake email aliases. Remember those? <laughs> Biden or Joe Biden wrote a letter to to Hunter's business partners. Biden videotaped confession. Remember the one where fire the son of a son of a bitch if he wasn't fired. They got the billion. Biden dining with Hunter's business partners and lying about it. The Obama administration not knowing Biden would demand extra U- U- Ukraine's prosecutors firing. Biden helper Hunter Biden helping Hunter's Chinese business partners' kids get into U.S. colleges. Flight records that show Hunter flew 411 times on government jets jets while Joe was VP. The kickback from University of Pennsylvania after the school received 54 million in Chinese donations, and Biden refusing to release the records of his S corps or bank statements during the bribery scheme, and also who knows them classified documents in the garage. Uh, that, that's 20 points, Mark, to one sketchy one that. That Trump was already impeached over, and it resulted in nothing. Everyone was found to be lying about it. No, you know, we're seeing this impeachment inquiry, you know, working its way through Congress. You know, did all this <laughs> happen when Trump was president? All of these inquiries, these votes. I could have sworn they just took up a vote on impeachment, and then he was impeached. It was like I thought it like happened relatively quickly. <laughs> It was made for TV. Remember, Nancy Pelosi had the pens made on a silver platter, and they came and they signed. Do you remember that? They walked through all yeah. slow in, in the Capitol. Weird. It was. Did they, did, did they debate this whole impeachment thing? Was there an inquiry? Was there a vote on an inquiry? Was there like all of this other stuff around Trump's impeachment? Like I said, I could have sworn he was just like, "All right, we're going to impeach him." They went off Adam Schiff's word, and then and then they released the actual transcript from the Zelensky Trump call, and it was found out yeah. that. Shift lied about everything. Shifty shift. And then you heard about quid pro quo in the media for like two months straight. Yeah. That was when the media still had a little bit of a little bit of credibility left. A little yeah. bit. A little bit. I, I will say, speaking of that, I, I feel like with what Elon Musk is doing over at X, 
that, and you watch, Joe, X is going to explode in 2024 with uh, all of the coverage uh, and all of the independent journalists that we're seeing now using X uh, as, as a media source. I mean, I'm on X. I mean, I'll admit it. I'm on there a lot, you know, just, you know, on, under the For You tab. That's where I'm at a lot. I don't know, somehow, you know, all those algorithms and things like that. But um, but mainstream media is dead. I mean, the the trust in the media is at like levels, the lowest level since 2016. No one takes them seriously anymore. Uh, and, and we're seeing people, you know, anyone from like, we'll say what, Joe, 18 and through what, 55, you know, that are getting their media from other sources. And now we we just saw Tucker Carlson Network uh, launch this week, which I subscribe to. So um, that's going great. And uh, the content he's putting out is fantastic. But X is going to be pivotal in 2024 and how people get their news. So I think I feel like the mainstream media is going to have, uh, you know, the death sentence coming up here soon. They are, if it already has been carried out, who watches who, I mean, if you take out airports and places of business, aside from me that sometimes watches because it's just jaw dropping what they say, what they actually are willing to say to the American people, who watches it and believes it? I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> sound like I'm uh, showing uh, signs of ageism here, or not signs of ageism, but you know what I mean. Uh, but I think feel like senior citizens, sixty-five and up, watch the mainstream media and believe it. You might be right. Yeah. Um, speaking of believing, do you believe this? Who's set up? We didn't even get that. Who's set up this Hunter Biden press conference? This is from Paul Sperry on X. That's a good point. I was wondering that. Democrat Representative Eric Swalwell admits he reserves space outside Congress for Hunter Biden to deliver his press conference. And he says, thereby facilitating Hunter's defiance of a congressional subpoena. Hill sources tell me GOP leadership may file an ethics complaint, which they should. And also... Is anyone going to make the connection that it's another guy who was literally, literally, if you think about Fang Fang, in bed with China, is involved in coordinating this with Hunter and Joe, who were also in bed, literally on the laptop with China. Actually, there were a few Asian. I I don't know. I I really try to avoid the the sex pictures on the Hunter laptop stuff. It's on uh, Marco Polo is the guy you got to go to on X to get it. But he has them all. He's had them all for years. Bang bang! It's it, it's amazing. Now yeah. another, another good point we we just we just touched on was the, the the last impeachment. So so this Biden impeachment that's about to happen are things from Trump's impeachment in 2019 going to come up during it? I mean, remember that was all centered around the the big guys pay for play in Ukraine and him getting a prosecutor fired that was looking into Hunter's business dealings for a billion dollars. They weren't getting the billion, and that's on tape. This is this is open. This is this is a slam dunk case here. So, I, I, I just, I don't. I, know. I can't believe that when Peter Ducey asked Karine Jean Pierre if he if President Biden is going to pardon Hunter, she said no. I mean, I, I don't expect her to say anything else, 
But we all know that that's not good. That's not going to turn out to be true. What else do they have you up there? Hunter Biden. What do they have up their sleeve? That's a great point. I mean, I've said it before. If it was me, I probably would pardon him. He's my kid. You know, do I want to see him go to jail? No. Well, I mean, at this point, they've done everything else. They're just so arrogant about everything else they do. And it's out in the open now. Why not just pardon him? I mean, okay, you make a great point. If it was your kid, you would. Well, well, well why, you would have to resign after. But that's fine, because why would you want to put up with this? Why would you want to put up with this? If you truly love your family and love your son that much, you're 80 years old. You're 90 years old. Resign. Step down. Not even like next week. Finish out your term. Yeah. But for some reason, he can't. And I wonder why. He's the shit shield. They can get away with stuff with him. He's just a little puppet. Well, you know, for those of you listening to Dan Bongino, he he thinks you're right. He's the shit shield for Obama because yeah. right? Yeah, but yeah, because you know, and like Dan Bongino believes that everything ties back to Obama, and if Donald Trump becomes the president again, they all know, and by they I mean everyone in this administration now, members of the deep state. They are going to expose and possibly go further than that of the corruption that's been taking uh, taking place over the years here in the United States. Um, the corruption mark, the segue, will it lead to the media and outlets like the New York Times? Let me give you, let me let me let me get at what I'm saying out here. So I'm going to play I the audio. Here. Let me state as clearly as I can. My father was not financially involved in my business. My father was not financially involved in my business. My father was not financially involved in my business. I don't know how many times I can repeat it, but it's very clear. Very, very clear. He said financially involved. This is from Hans Mockel on X. This is so bad. New York Times doctored what Hunter said, leaving out the key word. Wow. New York Times. Let me, this, is from the, this is what the New York Times had in the article, let me state as clearly as I can. My father was not involved in my business. The The actual quote was, my father was not financially involved in my business. The, this, this, they left out financially, and they literally put quotes around it still. It wasn't even that long of a sentence. It was a very short sentence. That wasn't the quote. That wasn't the quote at all. Now, Mark, do, do they deserve the benefit of the doubt? That this was just an innocent mistake? How many innocent mistakes are these outlets going to make? Whether it's the laptop being fake news and Russian disinfo, or the COVID vaccines are 99% effective, or January 6th was insurrection. We could go on and on and on and on and on. How long, how, how long is this going to go on? If you're not paying attention, it just... I, I guess it just goes right past your head. I I, I I don't know. But this is the type of stuff that should piss off everyone. It's literally a quote. And this is the New York Times, a big outlet. And they are leaving out the key word. 
financially involved. Uh, I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Well, we're going to get some answers here, Joe, in the next few months. Like I said, 2024, there's going to be some fireworks. Um, if the Democrats win, if, if we'll say the, the Democrats, because we don't know if it's going to be Biden or not. Um, I mean, this behavior is just going to continue. It's going to actually get worse. They're going to be so emboldened by all of this. They're going to feel so empowered. Uh, the liberal left movement in this country is going to feel so uh, strengthened if they win this election next November that, I mean, you will you will not recognize this country by 2028. It's just a fact. It's just a fact, guys. I mean, it's, you know, luckily, and we are 11 months out, Donald Trump's leading now in all seven swing states that they consider swing states. Um, you know, that's again, it's 11 months away. He's outside the margin of, what do we call it, Joe? Cheating uh, yeah. in, in a lot of these. So I, I feel good about our chances. But again, as we said earlier, a few minutes ago, the deep state, the Democrats, Biden, Inc., Obama, they are they're putting all of their chips to the middle of the table on making sure Donald Trump doesn't come anywhere near the White House again. So we'll see. I, I just honestly, I still can't believe the the media on this. Uh, uh, they're they're making this this Hunter Biden thing and this Joe Biden thing like hey, no, no this isn't this isn't this isn't bad at all just a bad hair day just a bad hair day here that's all whoops let my hair dry a little too much before you know I put some mousse in it that's all a little too much Mary's hair wax uh, the night before you know I was at the MPI club now I'm in church my hair looks terrible that's all nothing to see here not a big deal. <laughs> I, it's just a bad hair day, Mark. This Hunter Biden thing. Move along. That's all. It's not like he was doing deals that that, that screwed over Americans and taxpayers to make money for them while they were elected. But all right, let's move on to um, what just got passed. This is like one of the last bills I think that are going to get passed. It was the vote on the FISA seven hundred two bill, which basically allows the government to spy on us. I believe still. So it's from D.C. Drano, 147 Republicans just voted to reauthorize the FISA 702 program that was used to illegally spy on President Trump. If you remember back in 2016, I think that was, or 15, maybe even. Um, their voters deserve answers. And there's a lot of big names on here. Boebert, um, Daryl Issa. Uh, I, I mean, I could go I could go on and on. But Scalise, I, I don't like this. I don't like this. Of course, you see Patch Crenshaw on there. I'm sure he loves that. Mike Kelly from uh, Erie, Pennsylvania is on here. Don't see Guy Rushenthaler, uh, who is at least Stefanik voted for this. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think that's a I don't think that's a good selling point here. Yeah. I mean, Joe, what is this FISA 702? Uh, I mean, give, give summarize this for our listeners. I mean, basically, this lets the FBI spy on Americans, correct? Yeah. Uh, is this the one that goes back to uh without a warrant without a warrant yeah so 2008 maybe permits government to conduct targeted surveillance on it's supposed to be i thought just foreign persons outside inside the united states but i i think they somehow i don't know i don't want to say i don't want to misquote myself and say edited it to include domestic but um 
I don't know. It was supposed to be used for stuff like that, and they used it on Trump to spy on his campaign, if you remember. And this isn't like fiction or a conspiracy theory. This is all out there. So, and is Mike Johnson I, a sellout, Joe? I don't know. I, I honestly, I, I don't know. So, this is from uh, defenseone.com. Um, so, this was, they voted on this National Defense Authorization Act, basically funding um, the defense. Uh, budget of the United States of America. And this Section 702 of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act was attached to it. Um, I'm not sure what this has to do with defense, but uh, basically, uh, it is a very controversial surveillance tool. And although the law, so I'll read this, although the law requires the government to direct the surveillance of people outside the United States, in practice, it routinely ensnares Americans. Is uh, my daughter picks up uh, your Christmas card off my door and looking at crew. Nice. <laughs> Section 702 allows the government to target any foreigner abroad for warrantless surveillance to obtain foreign intelligence information. The government's targets need not have any connection to criminal activity or terrorism. They could be journalists, human rights workers, or business people communicating about the foreign affairs of the United States. In the course of this surveillance, the government vacuums up without a warrant the communications of countless Americans who have texted called, messaged, or emailed any one of the hundreds of thousands of foreign targets. And then it goes on to say, after collecting these communications, the FBI, CIA, and NSA deliberately searched through their Section 702 databases, again, without a warrant, to find the communications of Americans they're interested in. These warrantless queries, also known as backdoor searches, are anathema to a free society and violate our bedrock Fourth Amendment rights. Joe, isn't this how they spied on the Donald Trump campaign? Yes, correct. I can't remember if it was Carter Page. Uh, it's just I'm drawing a blank right now. I, yeah. I, Carter Page. I, I can't remember. Um, but why do they need to do this whenever we find out like months or years later that all these terrorist attacks usually have an FBI or CIA hand in them anyway? So <laughs> this really, is interesting. Shouldn't we be spying on them? Right. Uh, this to me... Now, I mean, we're not criminals. We don't do, you know, we're not out there planning, plotting terrorist attacks. Uh, so personally, this, I, I highly doubt this would affect us in any sh way, shape or form. Who knows? Um, or do we communicate with anyone, uh, any terrorists, you know, or any uh, suspicious activity? However, this just doesn't sit right with me because, again, this infringes upon the Fourth Amendment of the Constitution of the United States. So, I don't know. Um, is this meant to keep us safe from a terrorist attack, Joe, or anything like that? I, I'm no, not sure. We never get. We never even get answers when there's a terrorist attack. We we still don't know. I mean, yeah. I don't want to continue to harp on 9/11 this episode, but we still don't know what happened with 9. What was COVID a terrorist attack? Go yeah. on and on and on and on. Right. They, they want to focus on listening into Americans, like like Jeff Bezos in the episode of South Park. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, All right, let's move on here to Nikki Haley. Who's Nikki? You mean Nimarada? Nimarada, Nimatra, Narnia, whatever her name is. Anyway, this is from Johnny Maga on X. Nikki Haley and the New York, New Hampshire governor calling for Democrats to vote in the Republican primary. This is the plan all along. 
going to do it here in New Hampshire as well. Okay, and and Governor Sununu, um, you know, when you look at the polls, you know that uh, Donald Trump is way ahead in your state. But what you are doing, because you have been a very popular governor in New Hampshire, particularly with independents, you are essentially asking independents who can vote in this primary to throw their support behind the woman sitting next to you, right? I'm asking everyone to come out. I, if you're a Republican, a conservative, an independent, conservative Democrat, I don't care. The fact is we're going to have a record turnout here. And do it here in New Hampshire. You see the uniparty mark and how it works. They will do anything anything at all to prevent that man from winning new hampshire or iowa get ready we're only a few weeks away we're only four or five weeks away from the start of this stuff democrats come vote in the primary please please so we get a republican saying this democrats come vote in our primary so we could stop donald trump amazing logic out of new hampshire and its governor, Chris Sununu, who I used to Listen, like. There will be a revolt from the MAGA base, from America first, if Nikki Haley is chosen as vice president or given any seat at the table in a Trump administration. They, I'm telling you, people will not have it. And it will be an ultimate betrayal by Donald Trump if he picks her for any sort of role. You, you might be right. Fox News. Fox News would have to go down in in in, a, in in flames trying to give us Nikki Haley still, because they have no choice. They they have no choice. It has to be. It can't be anyone else. It's not going to be Chris Christie, DeSantis. I don't know what uh, talk. That's like that's like the number one overall uh, pick in NCAA in August. And they finished like seven and six or whatever it is. Do we think Nikki Haley is a last ditch effort? There's there's no one else who there's no one else it could be. She has to consolidate everyone, and then she'd have to. That they just gave you their plan. I don't know what their plan is for Iowa, how they're going to do that, but she's probably going to somehow win New Hampshire, or they're going to do it that way where they have a lot of Democrats voters. Maybe they'll all be dead. Maybe a lot of dead dead Democrats will vote for Nikki Haley in New Hampshire. That'll start the steamroller, and then they go down to where is it? Is it South Carolina next? I don't know. I think third is Nikki Haley territory, and that's that's it. That's the battle of Trafalgar right there. Yeah. All right. Uh, our last topic uh, is this new Netflix movie that uh, we both watched. Did you watch it? Yes, I watched it last night. Actually, I watched it last night. I didn't realize I knew Obama had a role in the movie, but I I wasn't I was unaware that he and Michelle uh, were executive producers in it. I thought they were just kind of an, an advisory role. Uh, Leave the world behind on Netflix, Joe. This was uh, this was an interesting movie with a very odd ending. Uh, I, I liked it. I, I'll be honest with you; I didn't think it was too bad. But what were your thoughts? I I liked it a lot too. I did not think it was too bad. A little bit long. Uh some of the scenes, man, really freaked me out because it seemed it seemed like that that's kind of how actually I thought it would be actually worse, like how things would end up. So but that that's kind of realistic how things happen. I mean, put it this way, you would never think that Teslas would just start going crazy and wrecking, but that's a very real possibility. And I wonder if Obama, who was president probably 
knows a thing or two, whenever he signed on as executive producer, was like, hey, this is actually a little bit more of how it would be. There'd be this happening, this happening. We know for a fact that this was a real threat and could be happening. Yeah. I, I, I Overall, though, I I like the movie. There are a few... There are a few weird, weird things. Did you notice in the like the first few scenes, everything was blue? Yes. Like really weird, right? Everything was blue. And at first I thought it was blue and yellow. I was like, why are these Ukraine colors? But it was all, it was blue everywhere. Yeah. First like 20 or 30 minutes. Um, and the kid's teeth falling out just creeped me out. Like, how do you get that sick that quick? Yeah. Um, I feel like I told you something, something like this is imminent. When I woke up this morning and I saw there was an explosion at Con Edison in New York City and the power went out in New York City, I thought, oh, this is it. I mean, it went out briefly, but I, I do feel like they're setting us up for something, Joe. And I, I hate to sound conspiratorial or anything like that, but it, it's just like almost too obvious that this is going to happen. That there is going to be some sort of a cyber attack from, will it be the Chinese? I don't know. Uh, I, I see more North Korea or the Iranians or someone like that. Can you affect the entire power grid, Joe? Can you affect the entire nation? I don't even. I don't even know if that's possible to be honest with you. Well, in the movie, in the movie, they didn't because if you think about it, they still had electricity and power. They just had no internet. They had no cell yeah. phone service, stuff yeah. like that. So. It would make you wonder who who attacked who here. What, what, yeah. what really happened? I, I don't know. I don't know how widespread something like that could 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 be. You know, the entire internet go down. Um, but I do feel like, I mean, we're already seeing the Iranians hack into the Alcoba Water Authority for crying out loud. You know, um, yeah. what's stopping somebody from from taking down? Uh, the parts of the electric grid or the internet uh, on a wide scale here in the United States in 2024. I mean, you would be, you would wreak havoc on this country. Or someone, or, or not, not even a foreign enemy. It could be a domestic enemy. Like, yeah. Honestly, I, I hate to say this because you sound crazy, but what happens if Trump dominates in Iowa, still wins in New Hampshire, convincingly wins South Carolina where Nikki Haley is the last ditch effort. That's her home state. Yeah. It's over. What do you do then? You, I mean, it's a game of chess. Yeah. Every every single move you make, there's less moves to be made. Yeah, only so many things you could do. And at that point, you're seven, six, seven months away from the election. You're gonna debate and stuff. I have some wild theories that I, that I'll share privately with you that uh, I don't want to put in this forum, but I just feel like there could be a like an an A, a B, and a C type of attack on this country so we will uh we'll see what happens but um definitely an interesting movie if you haven't seen it check it out uh what's the title of it joe leave the world leave, behind. leave the world behind i haven't seen a julia roberts movie in a in a hot minute by the way right it's pretty good i liked it very good movie and uh you, you see where you don't want to be though in the city yeah so, oh and oh another thing i thought was weird Matthew Perry and friends. Like the timing, the odds, the fact that like this, the, the, the beginning and the end of the movie were centered around the show friends. And oh Matthew yeah, it's true. Just died. Just died. And I looked it up because it was bothering me. I just typed in on Twitter blue 
and then the name of the movie, like the blue scenes. And then someone said, uh, Lee, this is from Sue Nutt on X. Leave the world behind. I just read that in politics, the red and blue colors attract and activate survivors of mind control, making people easier to manipulate and control. <laughs> Big if true. <laughs> would not put it past, would not put it past MK Ultra and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. So, well, um, there's one other thing I wanted to mention, and we talked about this before we, we hit the record button, and that is something that another Tucker Carlson uh, audio clip that we heard on uh, from this MJ Ultra account last night. Uh, I have we have to bring this up. This is just too good to to ignore. And this deals with. Uh, but by the way, Tucker Carlson's latest guest, not Kyle Rittenhouse, but I think his name was Dave Grush from Pittsburgh. Actually, he was one of the guys that testified. Uh, in front of Congress regarding the UAPs, uh, you know, UFO um, phenomenon. Phenomenon. Yeah, phenomenon. Thank you. So, Ultra MJ Tr- uh, Truth interviews Tucker Carlson last night. And basically, Tucker Carlson <clears throat> said he's heard of these things. And so is uh, MJ Truth. And Tucker Carlson said the public can't deal with it, it's too dark. So he says, what does Tucker know? And there's some quotes here from, from Tucker. And we're going to play the audio here in a second. And he says that um, he gives his thoughts, not Tucker, but the, the MJ Ultra truth here on X. Are we alone? No. Highest classification, consider the vastness of space. The truth would put 99% of people in the hospital. It must be controlled. I wonder what would put 99% of people in the hospital. Simply not just aliens. Spiritual, in this guy's opinion. And that's what Dr. Carlson says, as you're going to hear. It looks like we are getting our wishes of disclosure, and all of these UFO discussions just don't feel organic. These discussions instantly landed anyone in the conspiracy theorist category a few years ago. Today, these discussions are occurring in front of very large audiences now, because they're allowed to occur. Why? Predictive programming, future event, declassification. This appears to I'll be building up to something really big that will be revealed. So, Joe, I'm going to play this audio and we'll get your thoughts after. Second thing that bothers me is the UFO story. And, you know, the more you dig into that and talk to people with with actual knowledge of it, again, that's another story where there are some, you know, fanciful ideas floating around that are just, you know, there's no evidence that they're true. But if you talk to people who, you know, have actual knowledge of it that they gathered themselves, there are parts of that story that I do not understand at all that are really, really, really dark. It's so dark that I, you know, haven't told my wife about it. I mean, I, I haven't verified any of this, but this is not just stuff that I read on the internet. I know you all are very, very grounded in that story. So I think I know, you know what I'm talking about, Yeah. but there's some stuff there that's just like, man, I, I'm not even sure what that means. There's a spiritual component there that I, I don't fully understand. Um, so yes, that story bothers me. And I think the last thing I'll say that one of the reasons that we've had all the, these disclosures and all these, what, 10 whistleblowers at this point, and it hasn't really become front page news. Part of it's suppression. You know, parts of the government don't want you to know about it. But part of it is the public can't deal with it. It's too far out. The implications are too um, profound. And so, and I understand that because I've heard things where I'm just like, oh, man. I, I don't even really want to know that. Obviously, yeah, deeply so, disturbing stuff. You know, forget like saucers you know I mean? and technology. It's 
yeah, deeply, yeah. No, deeply no. disturbing stuff, stuff that I haven't even told Natalie. Yep. I agree with you. It's so disturbing. Exactly. I can't even tell my kids. My kids ask me different stories about it, and I, I won't say yeah, it because no, no, it's no. so dark. It's so dark. I yeah. totally agree. Miles is watching. So okay, if Miles, if you're watching the show, Daddy's yeah. not going to tell you about that part of the UFO <laughs> stuff and what's going on with the government. Let's say one thing. I, I'm, they've known, so, I mean, this is, I think, established, and I feel comfortable saying this as fact, the U.S. government, I mean, these are real, whatever they are. They're not human. And the government has known that for a long time, possibly going back to the 1930s at least. And, of course, there's tons of evidence in the written record, in the physical record, in paintings um, and, in the, and in literature that people have been seeing and interacting with things for a long time so we know that but the justification one often hears is well the government and the government various presidents who have been read in not all have been um haven't wanted to disclose this because it would scare people and i've always thought that's that's bullshit you know you're hiding a crime which they are by the way in my opinion um but i do think there's a sense in which that's not totally crazy like there is some stuff if it's true, and I'm kind of thinking it may be true, that's so radical that, um, yeah, I mean, well, as we both said, we you know, don't want to tell the people we love most about it because, like, why would you, you know, disturb someone like that? So I kind of get that. I hate to admit it. I'm not, I'm not arguing for hiding things. I believe in the truth and I believe in disclosure, but I understand the impulse. Like, holy smokes, this is heavy. You know what right. I mean? And the government's involvement in it makes it even heavier because then well, you realize the complicity. Exactly. Of it. Yeah. Okay, so we're talking about the same thing. Yeah. No, 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 no. We, <laughs> this is what we used to talk about in commercial breaks all the time. This, this is the kind of stuff. But anyway. Uh, so at the time, I never would have believed any of that. But now I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Joe, <laughs> I, I told you this morning, I, I woke up, I went down a rabbit hole last night with this. Dude, I, I am disturbed. I am disturbed. Um, I don't know what they know, but if it's what I read, uh, I, I really don't know what to say. Well, you shouldn't because number one, let, let, let's get out to the fact that they're lying and it's it's really a, another total psyop. That should scare you. Uh, let's get that one out of the way. Number two, what are they so afraid about that we wouldn't be able to accept? Because we've had a lot of movies about aliens and how that would work in space. And we've had a lot of movies like the poltergeist and this and that, how other dimensions would work and about how like even take like ghosts like Patrick Swayze. But we've we've never really had like aliens and demons combined, I don't think, have we in movies? So that, maybe there is some truth to the alien or actual demons thing or something like the movie The Mist. Have you ever seen that where they use I don't know if they use CERN, but that's how they would do it, I guess, in real life. Use CERN to tap into other dimensions, and you might find things that you really didn't want to find, to say the least. But it's it's scary, number one, because we don't know. And someone on Earth here apparently does know, and we're not being told for a reason. And it, it, whatever, prior to 2020, people were distracted. I think a lot of a lot of people are like us now, Mark, and they want to know, they want truth. And I think I don't know if they can, but they think they can handle it. I do not think this is a psyop. If it was a psyop, more people would know. They would they would come out and, and say it. No, I was just saying though, just to just to you have to get that out there, and that should scare you too. If, if it was, wouldn't if it was the fact that they are that in on it should should scare you. But yeah. the demons, the 
you know, hell, whatever you want to call it, aliens. Is this just one giant experiment? It's deep stuff. I mean, it's not as cool as watching the Kardashians and stuff like that. But it is, it is extremely deep. Again, I don't know what they know. Um, I'm sure we'll find out one day, maybe soon. But who knows? But uh, we should try to find a guest to have on about, like, I guess biblical stuff like that, like the McCoy. <laughs> Joe McCoy would be a good one. He, former Scientologist, for those that don't know. Yeah. Uh, that actually, the last time I saw him, he was in my kitchen, probably before 2018, maybe 17 even. And he was going to Africa to uncover the skeletons of giants. Yeah, the Book of Enoch. It's, we, we, uh, Joe wouldn't be a bad guest. We should, maybe we'll do another break off series. <laughs> Conspiracy. Deep conspiracy. Keeping up with the conspiracies. Yeah, I like that. Uh, all right. Well, that's all we got. Uh, Joe, anything else? Anything else from me? No, it's the Christmas season. If you think about it, Mark, pro- oh, sorry, probably only a few more episodes of 2023 left. Maybe one next week or two. And then may- maybe another one between Christmas and New Year's. We'll have to see. We'll have to see how it is. So, yeah. All right, guys, uh, have a great weekend. God bless, and we will see you guys real soon. And also, guys, don't forget to say it. Merry Christmas.